Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today, our guest is going to be chatting with us about a topic we've never covered on the podcast, and that is 6.5 Performance. And his name's Tyler, and he had reached out to us and said, hey, I got this really cool build. Um, I've done a bunch of updates to it. You know, this thing is going to be the most powerful, fastest 6.5 that you know has ever been out there. So he's going to chat with us today. Tell us what he's done for air, fuel, the engine, transmission, how he's setting up the suspension. If you've ever been into 6.5s or you've wondered, hey, what can I do you know, to my truck to be able to get some more power out of it, to be able to hit 500 horsepower or higher, this is an episode you need to listen to. Before we get to it, though, I want to encourage you guys, make sure and head on over to our Discord. You're going to see a code on the screen. There's going to be a link down below. It's completely free to join. There's a lot of great information that is shared over there with our, our, our podcast fans. Um, lots of cool builds, things you guys are finding out there for parts, um, your experience with companies, who has great customer service, um, you know, tips for builds or reliability. A lot of our sponsors are on there as well and are able to, you know, answer questions that you guys have. So make sure you head on over there and uh, and subscribe. It's uh, it's really cool with sections for Cummins, Duramax, PowerStroke. If you want to suggest an episode or a guest, I'm on there always answering your guys' questions as well. We want to thank also the influx of, of Patreon supporters that we've gotten recently. Patreon is really important to us. It's something that uh, that helps us grow, helps us to be able to continue to improve, be able to bring you guys the best content and the content that you guys want to hear. So there's a link down below. We got packages starting at $3 a month. Uh, they go all the way up to being you know an executive producer for an episode and uh, having you know me say your name on air. Um, and there's a, a lot of cool ways that you can interact with us and, and be a part of the Diesel Podcast. All right, let's get to today's episode with Tyler and learning more about 6.5s and what you can do to them to make more power and also be able to go fast as well. Tyler, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to finally connect with you and chat about this really cool build that you have. Um, I know we chatted kind of towards the end of last year and you had some big plans. We're going to be changing up the truck a little bit and we were going to you know, talk after you did that. So welcome to the podcast. I know there's a lot of people that are going to be looking forward to hearing what you have to say and, and chat about this really unique build that you have. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Yeah, we talked about six months ago and the truck was doing really good then, but I've really put it under the knife and I'm excited to see what this year brings for it. I'm just going to lead right in with it is a six, five. What, what either drew you to the truck or how did, how did you start with this platform and, and think, um, you know, like just create the goals that you had for, where did it all start? Okay, so I was initially drawn to a 6.5 when my buddy had one in high school. He was actually a couple grades above me, so he's a little bit older than me, but he had one and it had a giant stack in the bed. And I just, for some reason, thought it was the coolest thing on the planet. <laughs> Little 14 year old me was like, I need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I grew up in a 
Chevy family my whole life. And we, as a family, bought the truck 10 years ago. In February, it was 10 years and just drove it because it got good gas mileage and we needed a four-wheel drive pickup. And um, I really just started doing research about it because I actually had one now. Um, so I was just tearing into it, figuring stuff out and learning about it. And basically drove it like that for years and years. And I finally just got a weird hankering. I was like, I kind of want to drag race this thing, just see what it does. All my friends had power strokes and third gens and everything. And I went up there and ran like a 19 second quarter mile and I was having the time of my life, but I needed to go faster. So I started playing with it, playing with it and um, got it down to mid 15s before I blew the motor up. And then I was just going to fix the motor and one thing led to another and the truck is where it is now. It's really interesting to me because over the years and ever since I've been into diesels, I've kind of heard about the 6.2 and 6.5s, but I've never had any direct experience with them. And over the years, I can think of maybe a couple places that um, you know were really heavy into the performance of them or offered parts. So when you were doing research and you were thinking, okay, how do I go from a 19 second quarter mile to you know get it down to the 15s? Where did you find good information or were there you know, companies you reached out to that, that helped and said, Hey, this is, you know, what we did. This is what we learned. This is a path to get there. So like you said, there, it, there was some older stuff. Some older guys were tinkering with them and um, like the bank's turbo kits and stuff for them back in the day. Uh, mine came with the factory turbo. So I was already ahead on that. But when I first started building it, there really wasn't a whole lot. And um, there's this company, Quadstar Tuning. They are about the, well, they are the best 6.5 company around right now. They offer the most parts, do the most innovation. And they had just came out with a multi-position tuner for the 94 and 95 year 6.5 trucks. And I was one of the very first people to ever try one of those out. And they made a world of difference. And they actually still sell those to this day. And that gained me almost two seconds to my quarter mile just doing that. That's cool. And I tried water methanol injection and that made a big difference because I knew I was in a fuel limited platform. So I did the water meth as an extra fuel. And um, I knew I needed a lift pump of some sorts from the factory. They were just garbage. So I actually put a little holly blue electric lift pump on it. And that's what I ran for a long time until I blew the truck up. But a lot of it was just trial and error. And I wonder if this will work. And yeah, well, that didn't. Let's try something else. And oh, that worked. All right. Um, and it just kind of started with that. And, and kind of. <laughs> a lot of it now is at the level I'm at. A lot of it is just me just trying it because yeah. no one has pushed it to the level I have or to the extent I have. And so a lot of it is just, well, I'm going to try it. And if it works, cool. If not, then we're going to try something else. Now, when the motor blew, 
what is it just you exceeded the the, the power that the engine can handle like with, did a rod let go did did you melt the piston or or what happened exactly with the motor so i beat the brakes off of this thing for years and i was actually running 35 pounds of boost through it with the stock head bolts and i was honestly trying to break it and it didn't break and it didn't break and finally driving it to work one morning after the race season was over and merging on the highway pretty hard and it broke the crank and it actually got me to work the rest of the way and i put it in four low and drove it home at about 10 miles an hour luckily <laughs> i lived close to work so <laughs> i drove it home with the broke crank and ripped the motor out and four years later it is where it is now now with what would you estimate the power level it was at at that time when the when the motor let go so when the motor let go i did a couple horsepower calculators with my um the et and trap speed and weight and it those came out to about 275 300 um, which is basically the limit of the factory ds4 injection pump i know a lot of people um like when they message us or sometimes i'll see it on our youtube comments they'll say hey do a six five episode or if i you know chat with them a little bit they want to know okay how much power can i make with it before i'm going to need to really you know jump into the engine um and so i know they're going to find that helpful and i know some of our listeners are going to be you know they're they're hearing the the story of the truck and what you wanted to do with it and we have a lot of gm fans and i, I know somebody out there's thinking well why didn't he just put an lb7 in it why didn't he do something like that so i wanted to ask you when when the motor you know was was done and you're looking at the truck did you think about doing an lb7 i i honestly did um and i was damn close to doing it too i had the motor wiring harness everything ready to go and I ended up actually working a deal and selling the motor. So then I was like, well, I guess let's fix the six, five then. And what initially started out as building an engine, I was like, well, while the engine's out, I can shed a little weight off of it. And that turned into gutting the interior and then <laughs> turned into putting a roll bar in it and a Kirky aluminum seat and just gets out of hand quick. <laughs> what, um, what'd you do on the transmission side? So actually it is the original 250,000 mile 4L80 with a Transgo shift kit and a uh, billet 2400 stall single disc converter. Wow. So it's, it's held up to the power, you know, you were at before when you were trying to break the motor and then also where it's at now. Yep. That's cool. And I actually haven't got to run it at the drag strip yet with the new converter. The, all the passes I made last year with it, it was around a hundred passes Wow! and three sets of back tires worth of burnouts and street cruising and everything was all on the original converter. Wow. I think, I don't know a whole lot about the 4L80, but I do know that there's an aftermarket for them and there's lots of options. So depending how far you want to take the truck, I'm sure that'll that'll grow with you the whole way. Absolutely. Now tell me about 
you know, the engine now, we were talking before the podcast a little bit and you're like, Hey, I had these goals. I wanted to have the fastest six, five there's ever been. I wanted to make the more, the most power with it. Tell me about how you built the engine, some of the parts that went into it, what you did with fuel and air and putting the whole package together. All right. So I had the original block. Um, luckily the block was good. The break in the crank didn't hurt the block at all. So I got a, I actually have six spare engines. So I grabbed a good crank, took it to the machine shop, made sure it was all good, um, slapped that in, um, made sure all my clearances were good and all that, used ARP main studs on the bottom end, and it has stock rods, it has, it's board 40 over, so it has just molly replacement pistons, 40, 40 over, and then just stock heads, with ARP head studs that I torqued to 120 foot pounds instead of 90, which everybody does. <laughs> um, and that's, oh, and I did put, I did a lot of late night searching through the JEGS catalog and I found a set of comp cam valve springs that would fit in the head. So I'm running comp cam valve springs. They're a real nice conical spring. It just took me forever to find them. Just measure in and seeing what would fit, which has been a lot of this truck. They don't yeah. make it, so I have to do the research and figure out what will work and make it work. Well, that that's what was so interesting to me when we first you know started chatting six months ago. Is you know you told me about the truck and the power it was making, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like I don't even <laughs> I I have never heard of this before. I don't even know who to ask, and I think that's where a lot of um, owners of six fives can kind of get stuck a little bit because it's so hard. And like you just mentioned there, you're, you're measuring to figure out if this, you know, valve spring is going to work and it does work. And so that's what, uh, you know, when people are listening, if they have one of these trucks or have thought about doing something to one of them, they get inspired and, you know, you've, you've blazed a, a trail with it. And this isn't like, you know, the old days or reading a magazine from the early nineties or mid nineties on how to build it. It's 2022 and you're doing it now. Right. So that's, what's so cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Better late than never, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, Now with, um, you know, the heads themselves, did you, as far as, you know, getting better airflow out of them, is there, is there anything you can really do to the factory heads? Are there options for it? Um, you know, is there some gains that, you know, a machine shop could get out of, you know, porting them, going through, you know, with the valves and just, you know, the airflow itself? Or are they pretty much just how they are stock is, you know, pretty much how they're going to stay. So an OEM casted head, they're pretty prone to cracking, um, especially the pre-chamber of the head because it's a IDI engine, the indirect injection. They have a pre-chamber in the head. The pre-cups for those are pretty prone to cracking and they get cracks in between the valves, which is very normal. And they actually make a, it's a bronze sleeve that you remount the head and push the sleeve in so it'll seal the coolant off from the crack in the head and you can keep running them. Um, 
So the factory castings are pretty prone to cracking. So a lot of guys don't mess with them. The new military castings, the from GEP, um, they make all the engines for the Humvees and all the military. They have what's called the P400, which is their newest iteration. The best 6.5 you can buy it comes with a bed plate and a forged bottom end and forged rods, crank, pistons. It is the best you can get. And the heads on those are actually casted thicker. So a lot of guys are using those and porting them and okay. doing it that way. What I actually, so on the setup last year, it had complete OEM, the original heads to the engine, didn't touch them, just made sure the surface was flat and slapped them back on with the valve springs. This year, I got a set of heads. I hand ported them, had my local machine shop, Dark Horse Diesel and Machine. He did all the machine work for my original engine. He's doing it all for this engine. He's my go-to guy. But I had him, we put bigger exhaust valves in it, in these heads, ported them, the valve springs. I ported it a bunch on the exhaust side. So I'm hoping that helps a lot with drive pressures and exhaust flow for spooling the bigger turbos that I'm running. So we're going to see how that works, but there's not a lot of data because a lot of people aren't wanting to port the factory castings. You'd mentioned turbos plural. So I got to ask you about the turbo setup that you got yeah. on this thing. <laughs> so for now, I'm going to keep it single turbo. Last year, I ran a S372 SXE turbo as a single, which is a 72 compressor, 73 turbine, 90 T4 housing. And I ran that as a single all year and regularly seen 55 pounds of boost out of it. And it did great, but it the turbine side was a little small for my liking. So I'm stepping up to an S400, uh, 758790 T4 for this year. Cool. Yeah, I know there's, that's a popular one. I know a lot of the uh, 6.7 Cummins, Cummins guys have run those and... It's a right. it's a stout charger. Now, how do you how do you feel it? What are you feeling it with? So, factory. Since my truck was a '94, it had the DS4 electronic injection pump, and I have actually gone back to the '93 and older style, the DB2 mechanical pump. And I have a one-off custom pump getting built. It's ridiculous how much fuel is coming out of this old rotary pump. It will be more fuel than this engine ever should have seen. <laughs> but so it's just old school mechanical rotary pump. On the uh, on the injector side, where do you find performance injectors? You know, and how do you size them? Because this is such a a custom, you know, one off kind of you know, you're you're blazing a trail with it. I'm sure it's kind of tough if you call up a place to go, hey, I've got a the six five that runs this in the you know in the quarter mile i'm making this much power it's got this charger on i need injectors and they're probably like well, i've never had anyone ask me this <laughs> um so the thing about the injectors on a six five is they're almost more of a a valve i guess than a an, an injector all the fuel output is controlled by the injection pump the injector is literally a needle with a spring 
And once it gets to the certain pressure to open the needle, it opens the needle and it shoots it into the pre-chamber. And that's where your fuel atomization and swirl comes from in the pre-chamber, then goes into the cylinder. So they have a marine style injector, which I am running. It um, has uh, it has a little bit better pop pressure and a little bit better atomization into the pre-chamber. So that's about it as far as it goes for injector upgrades on a 6.5. Now with the, the fuel with the pump and then those marine injectors, how much power do you think you could make just, just on the fuel side? You know, would it, would it hit 500 horse, 600, yeah, maybe even more? Hypothetically, I will have fuel for more than seven. That's a big it's, jump. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> I said, I'm going for broke on this thing. I have six spare engines. So if I <laughs> send a rod to Mars, I'll just have a motor swapped out by the next Friday. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I know on the air side, like there's so many different turbos you could run and so many combinations where, you know, the air might not necessarily be an issue to a certain point. Um, I know right. with the heads, they'll, they'll limit it a little bit, but the fueling is, is, uh, you know, where I was really curious. So what, you know, in the history of six, five performance, what is the, the highest power number that anyone's ever achieved, you know, where not necessarily that, that it's verified, but it's like, you know, there's some sort of documentation of, hey, this one hit 500 horse or 450 or 600 or whatever that number might be. So there's basically three of them. Back in the day, there was Heath Diesel. They made a bunch of 500 horsepower claims. And he had two stock turbos that he ran as parallel twin turbos. He put a passenger exhaust manifold on the driver's side and ran two stock turbos and he it was actually in a bonneville salt flats truck where he had a record for a long time and went 154 miles an hour wow and it was never dynoed or proven or nothing it was one 500 horsepower claim and and then i made 493 horsepower at diesels on the mountain last year um, fuel only I had the water meth and actually had a little shot of nitrous on it, but I hooked all that up the night before and just didn't have enough test time. So I ended up running fuel only and made 493. And the there's one more, Paul Stewart. It's actually the Banghart diesel shop truck. They made 515 horsepower um, and they sprayed it with a bunch of water meth and they made 452 fuel only, and they put a bunch of water meth in it and made 515. They're the only one that's ever been documented above 500 horsepower. So where do you think, you know, this year when you take it out and, you know, race it, dyno it, where do you think the trucks, your truck's going to be at this year? My, so for racing goal here locally, it's, all quarter mile racing. There's not as much diesel stuff here local on the Western slope in Colorado. Um, so for a quarter mile, I'd really love to see an 11. Um, I of course love to go faster, but I've been taking it one goal at a time. And the first time out it ran 13s and I was trying to work all the bugs out because it hadn't ran in four years. So I said, my next goal is a 12 and I reached my goal of a 12 and I was like, all right, my next goal is an 11. And I just don't want to 
like shoot myself in the foot by saying, oh, I'm going to run tens and get mad when it runs a 12. And <laughs> I've done like that. you said, I'm, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like you said, I'm kind of blazing a trail with what I'm doing. So I'm just trying to take it in steps and I don't want to try and jump too far and one step forward and two steps back. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a truck and a build, you know, that, that I want to follow and pay attention to and see where you take it because I was way too young way back then to even, you know, I didn't even have a driver's license and I couldn't do anything. So it's like, I wasn't around when these guys were doing stuff or, you know, stuff that banks did or Heath diesel. Um, and so to be able to watch it now with all the technology and the information and the ways that we're able to, you know, chat with somebody like yourself and hear how you found valve springs and what you did with the heads and everything is so cool. It's almost like going back in time to when these things were brand new and they were, you know, people were, were trying to get, uh, you know, stuff out of them as far as power increases. Um, you know, that's, that's so cool. Um, <clears throat> now with, with the, the suspension of the truck and, and, and going fast and, and setting that up, what have you done on that side of it as far as, um, you know, tires, you know, making it, having it hook up, you know, go fast at the track, getting the 60 foot times that you want. Okay. So it's funny you say tires because, um, I was running 12s on the same exact mismatched all trains that it blew up on four years ago. <laughs> I haven't had a good tire on it at all. And my best 60 foot was a 172 on three different tread pattern, wore out all terrain tires. Um, first suspension, I pulled the torsion bar bolts all the way out of the front. So I lowered the front down and shout out to Kryptonite. They actually hooked me up with an entire steering setup for the truck. Um, they had just came out with the stuff for the 88 to 98 trucks. So it's got a kryptonite center link, kryptonite tie rods, and that made a giant difference. No matter how hard I launched the thing, it goes straight. The front's pretty well dialed in the back. It, I had problems all last year with that hopping. I put traction bars on it and that helped a little bit, but I was still running the O'Reilly shocks and I pulled two leaf springs out of the rear to lower the back down to match the front and that helped to, quite a bit with getting it to squat down and but this year I'm redoing basically everything from the cap back short of a back half redoing all the cross members doing adjustable shocks and trying to get the back to hook up a lot more change the axle I changed the whole running gear at the truck over the winter um, I it's a factory half ton truck so I swapped it all to eight lug three quarter ton parts with the nine and a quarter front diff instead of the eight and a half inch front diff, um, the bigger CV axles, the eight lug hubs. Um, I swapped to a full, full float 14 bolt rear end with a spool. Um, shout out to Revolution Gear and Axle and disc brakes in the rear to lighten that up. Um, and then the shocks, gonna, be running Hoosier DR2s this year instead of my wore out all trains. Um, I'd really like to see a 1560 foot out of it this year. It's, it's a totally different setup. You know, I was thinking with the power and everything, you know, it's, it's going to go faster, but you've done so much to this truck that, 
you know, it's different from when you were making passes last year. It's going to be really cool to see, you know, what it's doing. When do you think you're going to make that that uh, first quarter mile pass this year? I, I was hoping to make it last weekend when I attracted our first test in tune, but just I'm in the same boat as everybody waiting on parts. And yeah, um, the chassis and the body of the truck is basically done and the engine is done short of an injection pump and a lift pump because with the custom injection pump that I'm going to be running, I have to run um, a lot more fuel pressure, supply pressure than what is normal. So I'm actually going to be running a Predator lift pump from Power Driven Diesel. And so it'll be a belt driven lift, mechanical lift pump. Um, and that'll be pretty cool setup. Another one off thing using Dodge parts on my 6.5. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, you definitely need to let me know after you make that, that first pass. And if you, I'm sure you'll get a video of it, have somebody, you know, record it. We'd be happy to, happy to share it. And you know, a lot of times with these builds, um, you know, ask the, you know, the guests like, Hey, you know, what, what was the toughest part or, or what did you run into that was difficult? But I really think with yours, it was just trying to find the information and, and, you know, discovering yeah. what people may have done. And so I know now, and, you know, with the amount of people that listen to this podcast, that you're going to be kind of like the go-to person. So if somebody asks me a six, five question, I'm going to send them over to you. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah. So for, you know, people are listening they're like, Hey, I want to build, I want to build something like this, or maybe they want 275 horse or 300 or 350, wherever they might want to be. Is there a place like that they can contact you? Do you have like an Instagram build page for it or, um, you know, something like that, that we can direct people to? Yes. Um, my Instagram build for the truck is the underscore buckwild underscore six underscore five. And I've been trying to be good about it this winter because I've changed so much about it, trying to stay on top of what I've been changing and keeping that updated. Um, I also have a YouTube channel that I've been posting a lot of videos, especially with all the drivetrain swap, because the entire front um, swapping to that bigger front diff and the bigger axles and all that, none of it was bolt on. It was all changing control arm brackets and control arms and diff mounts and so i recorded all of that so it's all on my youtube channel um buck wild motorsports um, i post on there pretty frequently um, updating about the truck and um, when i race it posting all my passes and other than that just my facebook tyler lowen um those three i'm i usually stay on top of messaging people back on it cool yeah we'll make sure and tag you on instagram and uh and youtube i i appreciate you reaching out you know late last year and saying hey i got this really cool six five um you want to you know chat with me on the podcast because like i said it's just it, i love hearing these stories of, of people that uh you know just go after something you know it, it is it is easier to do an lb7 swap or it probably would have been easy to throw a 12 valve in it and it's been done before and there's probably you know, kits to be able to do it and make it simpler, but to tackle this project and resurrect it, 
you know, in a way and do it through trial and error is what's really cool. And I know that's, that's at the core of diesel performance. It, you know, it always was no matter if it was a six, five, an IDI, a 12 valve, a Duramax power stroke, whatever it was. So I appreciate you reaching out to us, chatting with me today and, uh, you know, sharing some really good info. So maybe someone out there has got a six, five that they've been looking at. They don't want to go the typical route and, you know, do a Duramax swap or a 12 valve swap. Well, here's a path that you can follow. So, uh, again, thanks for reaching out and chatting with us today and helping me learn more about six fives. Of course. I love chatting and I love talking about the truck and I'm telling you, keep your eyes on it. Cause my ultimate goal is to be the only six, five, the ultimate call out challenge. So. I know it's kind of tall shoes to fill, but I've made it this far. Might as well keep going. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to our Discord. You're going to find a link down below for that. I want to see you guys over there. We're trying to hit 500 members on there. We're super close. Um, it's completely free to join. You can jump into the conversation right away. Um, we also have exclusive sections for some of our Patreon members. And uh, I want to thank all of all of the members on Patreon that you know are helping us each month, helping us grow, helping us get new equipment, and supporting the podcast. I want to give a shout-out to Texas Diesel Supply, Rights Diesel Services, Caleb, and also Tyler from 23D. So we appreciate them and all of our other Patreons and people who subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook. Your support for you know going on year six has been incredible. You guys are the reason that we do this podcast and why we look forward to doing episodes and bringing you guys the things that you want to hear about. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.